Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Across the Pond Sports Podcast. Uh, back for the week nine uh, preview uh, a lot of good football uh, to be played this weekend, so we're going to head through the matchups uh, with Katie. Um, guess the win margins is back. It's been quite popular. Um, we're going to maybe mix it up next week. Um, but for this week, uh, week nine, it's just myself and Katie um, with uh, guess the win margin. Do remember to get us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, across the pond, Sports Pod, uh, and on Twitter at ATP Sports Pod. Um, Got, as I say, a lot to talk about, a lot to go through, um, so we will uh, get on. Um, just before we do, just a reminder, um, the, the show is brought to you by Collide, and uh, we will both be on Collide this weekend um, covering Red Zone, and I believe we are going to be covering uh, the Dolphins game um, this weekend, so look out for us on Collide, download the app, uh, get involved, it's certainly Better to to enjoy football together. Um, the pandemic state that we're in at the moment. So um, please do join us for that. Okay then, so we're back with Katie for another episode and we have our week nine preview. Um, Thursday night is going to be a bumper night. Um, the Green Bay Packers, who lost to the Vikings last weekend, uh, are coming in desperate for a win and Rodgers doesn't like to lose twice in a row. Uh, and then you've got the 49ers who are so banged up, they've got almost a, a team of replacements um, on the field. This is a a really tough one to call. One, it's a Thursday night game, which we know can be up and down. Um, but then on the flip side, you've got a 49ers team that, although they've got all these injury issues that we spoke about before, they also have a 4-4 four and four record. Yeah, it's um, the, the, the 49ers are definitely struggling, struggling this year because of all their injuries. And two things, if it wasn't a Thursday night game, um, 
I would, and because if they didn't have all their injuries, I would say, yeah, the 49ers have got this game, but I think that there's, they're going to be missing George Kittle. Now they're they've had the 49ers have had the Packers number. Um, but I think that with all those injuries that they're ha- that they have, and it being a short week and the fact that the Packers just lost and Aaron Rodgers, you know, like I said, he's, we've been saying all year, he's been playing mad. I think that we're going to see that on Thursday. Yeah. I think, uh, like I said, I don't think he likes to lose twice. Um, it's a short week for them, uh, of course, because it's Thursday night. But uh, I think he will be motivated to win. Um, the 49ers, I just think, they, they've just been so decimated. Um, Kittle now, Jimmy G's out. It's, it's been a tough season for them. Well, I mean, they have 22 players currently out for this game. 22. I mean, and that is just insane how many players are injured for the 49ers and I think that 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 it's going to be hard for them to come back from this um so I mean while it's Thursday night and anything can happen I am going to give this game to the Packers I have the Packers winning this game by three by three so I'm also going by with the Packers however I'm going by the Packers by 10 just because of the injuries or so I think it's a mix. One is Thursday night football uh, and the other, the, the 49ers. Like I said, they're putting out a team of replacements. Uh, I, I feel bad for them because I think this could be, could have been like one of the games of the season. Uh, but yeah, it's, I think it's just too much for them to, to handle, I'm afraid. Yeah, it, it, I feel bad. I mean, they're they're coming out and they're, they're still winning games, which is more than we can say for, you know, like the New York Giants and the New York Jets. But um, despite all those injuries, they're still finding ways to win. But I just think that there's there's just too many injuries for them to be a team like the Packers. Exactly. Okay. So we will move along to Sunday night. Uh, Sunday night starts off with a, a bit of a, a howler, um, but a game that I mean, we spoke about the Giants last time out and how they are very much different from the Jets. And is at least they're actually trying to win games. This is a game that they could actually win. Uh, they're taking on the Washington football team. Um, this this really is a game where a one and seven Giants could end up coming out of this two and seven. Yeah, and the Washington football team they they do have their own struggles. Um, there there seems to be some locker room uh, problems between Haskins and head coach Ron Rivera. Um, so I mean. I think that if they would have actually just stuck with uh, Haskins, maybe they they would be in a little bit better position, but uh, they have Kyle Allen in at quarterback. And I mean, he's not great, but he's, uh, I think he, I don't know. That that NFC East is just struggling right now. And it's going to be about, you know, they're, they're not a very good team. They are, you know, kind of coming off that they'll break. And so I, I think it's, they're going to be rested, but I, I have the Giants winning this game. And the main reason is because of how they played against Tampa Bay, despite uh, Daniel Jones just now, you know, trying to do everything, but him finding his wide receivers, um, hopefully they can get some sort of a running game up and going against Washington. But I think that they're just, they're trying to win, even though they've only won one game so far this season and they're getting 
better-ish. <laughs> um, it's it's going to be a, a good game between two bad teams. And so I think that the better of these two bad teams is are the Giants. And uh, I have them winning this game by four. Okay. Um, I've went down a similar route. I've actually got them winning by three. Um, okay. and, and really for the same reasons. I think it's a, 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 a team or a game with two bad teams in it, um, but one that actually is attempting to win games. So, um, yeah, I'm giving it to the to the Giants as well. Um, so we will move it along then to a game that actually threatens to be quite a good game. Um, the Tennessee Titans are at home to the Chicago Bears. Um, Chicago, slightly unlucky um, last week. Um, Tennessee, surprisingly losing last week. Um, is this a game where the Titans bounce back? I think it is because Derrick Henry is just such a, he's such a force to try and stop. Um, but if we've learned anything, it's that the Bears aren't as bad as we, you and me, consistently think that they are. They still are out there in close games, um, putting up points. Their defense is keeping them in the game. Um, Nick Foles is throwing the ball well. Um, it, it, I'm just still so surprised that Chicago is is beating a lot of the teams that they that they're beating. Um, so I think that surprisingly, this is going to be a very good game. And um, I think that Ryan Tannehill has to have a solid game too. It can't just be the Derrick Henry show. Uh, I think it's going to be a really, really close game. And I have the Titans coming back from losing uh, last week. So I have them winning this week by five. So I think it's just going to be too much Derrick Henry. So That's really interesting. I have taken the Chicago Bears by five. Um, I I think Nick Foles and his team, like you say, tough loss last week. Um, And I really think that they didn't play particularly badly. They just played a better team. Um, And I I reckon that they're going to come out, Nick Foles is going to come out and he's going to have that offensive line ready to play. Uh, The defense speaks for itself. It's a pretty good defense. And I think with the, the struggles that the Titans have had over the last couple of weeks, that they're going to continue to struggle just slightly. Um, and they're going to lose it by five. Yeah, it's, I think it just can't, we can't be relying in, entirely on Derrick Henry to, to win these games for the Titans. Because, I mean, even though he had an insane week last week, he, you know, had over 150 rushing yards. He was the leading, you know, like he was, a force and there's they still lost so I mean like they have to find ways to get the rest of the team involved Ryan Tannehill has to play great and that defense has to step up so yep no I'm in agreement with you um the next game is the surprising win last week was the Vikings beating the Packers um they are at home to the Lions Uh, Lions haven't been great They, they were pretty terrible last week Vikings is last week's win against their better rivals, the Green Bay Packers, at, La- at Lambeau Field at that, is that the game that turns around their season? Who would have thought that the Vikings were just going to come out and walk all over the Packers last week? I mean, we, you and I both picked the Packers to win that game handedly, and they 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 instead got the game hand, you know, and got to, Dalvin Cook handed them the game. He He came out and was a force. So I think if Dalvin Cook continues to play the way that he did against the Packers, the way he, if, that way against the Lions, I don't think that the Lions have a shot 
I don't think they have a chance. And especially too, because on the other side of the ball, of the ball, the lions last week had a horrible rushing game. I think that they, out of 15 carries between their running backs, they amounted for two yards, two total yards. So I, that's not, you're not going to win any games if you have that kind of rushing attack. Um, I think that that's just, if, if Dalvin cook continues to run the ball the way that he did last week, um, Adam Thielen's able to get open. Justin Jefferson gets open. I think that this is just going to be uh, a slaughtering by the Vikings. Um, so I have the Vikings winning this game by 10. I think that, like you said, I think this is a game where they kind of turn their season around. Um, and I mean, Dalvin Cook looked really good against the Packers and the, the Lions just looked lost against the Colts last week. So um, I think that it's going to be really a, a good game. So I took Vikings in week seven to not make the playoffs. Mm. <clears throat> Was I a bit premature? I, you know, maybe. I, I mean, because think about the talent that they have on that offense. When, when they when everything's, that. I know when they're when everything's clicking, and Kirk Cousins isn't making mistakes. I mean, and now now is a great time to try and turn the season around. And you know, second half of the season, anything goes. But if they can. If, if Kirk Cousins doesn't make mistakes and get flustered like he had been getting at the beginning of the season, this is a team that can hope maybe come back and get a wild card spot. Um, I just, I just see them being a, if, if they're the team that shows up like they did in week eight, I think that this is a team that's going to be hard to beat going forward. Yeah, it, it definitely is. And they looked really, really good at the weekend. Um, Let's move it along then to Wait, who do you pick? Chiefs. Who do you pick? Oh, sorry. I, did I not say? I'm sorry. I took um, the Vikings by three. Okay. So, so I think that they're going to come out. Vikings and, as well. Okay. Yeah. I think they're going to – I just – I feel like maybe they're they're going to have some confidence back after that big win against the Packers. So. Yeah. I, I think it might be the game that turns their, their season around as well. Um, so we will move along then to the Chiefs at home to the Panthers. Oh, this one is your your cheat code guy, um, Mahomes. I think this is the Panthers started the season quite pretty well. Um, they, they've kind of lost a bit of momentum, and I, I think the Chiefs pretty much have this one in the bag. I don't think they have too much to worry about. Although you would hope that they don't take it too easy and think, "Oh yeah, we've got this win before they even turn up." Um, I I'm going to tell you straight away. If I, I've got the Chiefs winning this by fourteen. Yeah, despite the Panthers getting back uh, Christian McCaffrey, I I just don't think that they're the Panthers are at the the level that the Chiefs are at. The the Chiefs are uh, one of the best teams in the league. Uh, the Panthers are, I mean, they have some great weapons around uh, Teddy Bridgewater, but they're they're not in the same uh, ballpark as 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 the Chiefs right now. Um, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is just an elite quarterback, you know, 21 touchdowns, one interception, and they have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire who, you know, I, they signed Le'Veon Bell and it's kind of proven that he's not really doing anything. Um, so Edwards-Hilaire is, is, is still a, a great uh, change of pace and, and, and is finding a lot of running space. I, I just think that they're, it's, they're too, they're going to be too much for, uh, that Panthers D. I have the the Chiefs winning this one by seventeen. Uh, so I, as I say, take them one by fourteen. Uh, I'm with you. Uh, I think mm-hmm. there's just too much on that Chiefs offense to to really panic 
Um, Andy Reid, I think he's he's probably he's not got an easy easy day, but I think he's he's probably got a pretty relaxed one. Um, well, the next game is a battle of pretty much losing records. Uh, both the Texans and Jaguars are both one and six at the moment. Somebody has to win this game, um, <laughs> and, and I'm at a loss. Um, Minshew started the season well. They were still losing, but you know he looked pretty decent. But he has completely fallen apart. Um, whereas the Texans have a really good quarterback. And that's about it. Uh, who do you go for? The, the team that don't have a quarterback or the team that do? I think that, you know, we, we say this all the time, that the Texans, it, I don't understand why they're so bad. Um, I mean, it, Desha, losing DeAndre Hopkins was just one piece of the puzzle. Um, granted, David Johnson's really not panned out that well. But, um, I mean, Deshaun Watson, he was still like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So, he should be finding ways to win. He should be finding, you know, Will Fuller and Kenny Stills and be getting the ball to them. And everything's just looked a mess for the Texans. But I think that they're better than the Jaguars. Um, Gardner Minshew is is a, a good quarterback. I don't think that he's ever going to end up being, you know, one of those guys that's a consistent starter. I mean, I give him like maybe like a three or four year run as a starter in the league. Um, He's, you know, and then they have a lot of like problems um, with with some of their running game, and it's it's a game between two bad teams. So really, you, you don't know. I I just think that it's going to come down to the fact that Deshaun Watson's a better quarterback than Gardner Minshew, and I think that uh, the Texans will finally get their second win of the season. So I have the Texans winning this game by six. Six. Okay. So I have erred on the side of caution. Um, Jacksonville. I have taken by three. Um, I think it will be a, an exceptionally tight game um, all the way. It, it could even go to overtime, um, I think. Um, so I think a field goal wins it. And uh, yeah, taking the Jags. I think Minshew finds a way somehow. Um, but like you say, a couple of years' time, he's not a starting quarterback um, for sure. Yeah. I mean, maybe he maybe he ends up being like a Drew Brees because I mean, when Drew Brees was with the the Chargers in San Diego, it was kind of like, oh, he's too little, he's he's not able to see, he's not a very good quarterback. Let's go ahead and bring in Philip Rivers, and then all of a sudden his season turned, you know, his entire level of play turned around, and he got hurt. Um, and it, it was there was a lot of questions as to would he ever even play again. And look at Drew Brees is still in the league. He's still, uh, you know, he's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. So may, maybe he decent. just. Yeah, I mean, maybe he just needs a a couple years under his belt to to finally start like being able to read those defenses and find the find the right guy. Um, I, I I like Gunnar Minshew. I, I hope that he's able to to stick around, but he's got to try and find ways to to help his team win. And um, you know, Robinson is undrafted rookie, so I mean, he's he's doing great. I, I think that they're doing good with the pieces that they have, but they're just not really the the. Jaguars of 2017, unfortunately. Yeah, and that was a shame because that was up until they started selling off players. That was certainly something that they were hoping to repeat. Um, we will move along then to the Ravens, uh, five and two Ravens taking on the five and two Colts. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't see these two teams having the same record um, at this no. point in the season, um, but they do. Um, the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, has looked shaky. Um, over the last couple of weeks, I think 
at the beginning of the season, those first three, four weeks, it very much felt like he was just taking his foot off the gas and he was just cruising. Um, but in the last couple of weeks, he's just, he's not looked in the game. He's looked quite panicked. Um, he's not reading his runs right. Uh, he's looked very kind of all over the shop. Um, on the opposite side, Philip Rivers has been steadily okay. Um, yeah. he's, not, he's not awesome. Um, his defense has bailed him out. I feel, yeah, the, the Colts defense, that's, a, you know, that's something that is quietly taking over uh, the, uh, the Colts' personality is their, is their defense. Their defense is really, really good this year. Um, you have to wonder if the Colts' front office is really feeling any better by signing Phillip Rivers and, and putting Jacoby Brissett back on the bench. Because, um, I mean, like, I really don't feel like he was, like, that much of an upgrade over Brissett. Um, he's got 10 touchdowns to six interceptions, um, which is not like, ah, so great. We have this great quarterback in here now. Um, I don't know. He's just kind of meh. He's okay. Uh, I feel like he's pretty interchangeable, but maybe that he's just, just getting up and running. Maybe he's just now starting to kind of get his feel for that Colts offense. Um, like I was saying before, the Colts defense is really, really good. Um, it's, it, I think this game is going to 100% come down to Lamar. Uh, does he make mistakes? Because he's been making a lot. Uh, he had the, the fumbles last week. He's been having interceptions. He's kind of just looking, he's not looking like the MVP guy that he was last year. Um, I know he was one of the first, I think that in two of my fantasy, fantasy leagues, he was taken before Patrick Mahomes. Um, so, I mean, he's, he's not looking that that great um this year and i think it's going to come down if if he makes mistakes i think the colts are going to be able to win this game uh in spite of philip rivers just playing okay uh but i think that if lamar plays mistake free then the ravens win and i think that he's going to have uh like one one or two interceptions but i think that it's going to be it's not going to be enough for for them to lose the game so i have the ravens winning this game by six okay um I'm pretty close to you. I've got the Ravens by five. Um, and, and like you say, I, I have it closer than I maybe would have at the beginning of the season, just simply for those mistakes that have been creeping into his game. Um, it has been a bit disconcerting uh, from Harbour. I think if you're the coach, you're looking at him and thinking, mate, where were you last, this time last year, you were flying. Um, this mm -hmm. time you know, we're a bit shaky what's going on. And he probably needs a bit of that. I think I spoke about it before, uh, Pete Carroll kind of arm around the shoulder. Um, Harbour can be that kind of coach as well. So um, hopefully he can work out what's going wrong um, and, and get it together. Um, but one, yeah, I've taken them by five. As you say, one thing too is that Des Bryant, I think, is going to be active for this game, for the, for the Ravens. And so that'll give him one more weapon to throw to hopefully um, one more person to hopefully find uh, out there uh, and, and give him one more option um, out, out there. So I think that it's having Des there, maybe that's just, uh, we'll give him just one more guy to try and find and he doesn't need to try and feel like he has to, to do it all. And Des is a pretty 
pretty good vet as well. Um, probably somebody good to have around. Maybe settles Lamar down a little. Because um, it could be that Lamar's mind is going before his feet and he's just, you know, his feet need to catch up with his head. So, or his head needs to slow down so he lets his feet catch up, whichever way you want to look at it. So, it could be that. He just needs a vet to come in, settle him down, and, and then he can go again. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's just one more person to have to cover. So, um, and if he's able to get on, like be that number three receiver out there and he gets one of the, the lower lower ranked corners um, covering him, he's got sure hands. I mean, even if it's just something short across the middle, hopefully he can make that catch and just uh, give give him one more option to get the ball to. Okay, so the Seahawks are traveling to Buffalo. Um, Buffalo last week, although they pick up the win, it was uh, by a mistake by the Patriots, Cam Newton. Um, Seahawks have very easily won, although the scoreline doesn't suggest that um, just because it was garbage time and they, they allowed the 49ers to score more than anything else. Um, the Seahawks this week traveling to, the, to Buffalo, so they're going cross-country, I really, really think that if Allen turns up, the Bills have a good game and have a good opportunity to win. But if he doesn't turn up again for for this week, Seahawks are just going to walk all over the Bills. Yeah, what is what's happened to Josh Allen? Um, I mean, like any sort of MVP talk that we had those first four weeks of the season are are kind of out the window now. I think it's kind of going between Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson and um, Patrick Mahomes. So Josh Allen uh, is definitely struggling as of late. He's not finding Stefan Diggs the way he needs to. Um, He looks like he's lost some of his confidence. And I think that it's, uh, it's going to be a a tough game for him to kind of get any confidence back against the Seahawks the Seahawks defense is not the sea now in 2020 is not the Seahawks defense that we've kind of come to expect um you know they they're struggling um I think that Josh Allen is I think it's going to be a high scoring affair um honestly I think that uh Buffalo's defense is also not as good as it as it used to be and um so I think that Russell Wilson will be able to to move the ball easily I think that Josh Allen is going to be able to uh, make mistake-free football. I have this being the, the most scoring a lot of points, but I, I just think that the Seahawks are a better team and Russell Wilson is uh, just playing mistake-free football. And if, if you play like that, you're rarely going to lose. Yeah, the, he's played almost a cerebral type of type of football this year he's made very few mistakes he didn't have an interception in the first five weeks um so he's you know he's he's pretty solid and he looks so relaxed um uh, on and off the field like there's no urgency about him he's very kind of chilled out and if you see him on instagram or on social media anywhere he, he he again just comes across very kind of chilled out relaxed and just enjoying life, um, which is good to see. So it's not a bad thing. Um, although Josh Allen has been bad, the Bills are still six and two, so they still have a pretty decent record. So if Josh Allen, whatever's going on with him, he, he works out. Um, still a really good playoff team. Um, I have taken the Seahawks as well. 
because uh, I just don't, can't see past Russell Wilson. Um, I've taken the Seahawks by 10. Okay. Yeah, I think that it's, I think that that's a, a, a good, a good guess. I, I think that the, the Seahawks, I, did I say, I have the Seahawks by seven. Um, I think it's just, it's going to come down to that, that typical kind of Seahawks game where the Seahawks are going to come out, they're going to get the lead and it's just going to be close the whole game um, because their defense is, is not super duper strong. Um, and so, but it'll be a lot back and forth. And I just think that the Seahawks are going to be able to, to come out, get the lead early and hang on to it. Okay, then. So we will move along then to your Broncos. They are uh, traveling to play the Atlanta Falcons. I was going to say the, the Hawks there thinking basketball, but it's the Falcons. Um, one city having two bird teams, who would have thought? Um, so the Falcons, two and six, playing some decent football the last couple of weeks. But your Broncos surprised me, not you, but they surprised me last week by beating the Chargers. Um, I still call it the ass touchdown because he the only way they want it but um this has got to be a tough one for you because the falcons have actually looked pretty good the last couple of weeks since they fired mm-hmm. their coach and gm but the broncos on the other side you know they're three and four this is a surprising yeah. yeah i mean we talk about the 49ers and injury problems broncos are on that kind of same track um but three and four yeah, and I think that Drew Locke definitely had a, a, a breakout game um, for for his confidence uh, as a quarterback in the NFL. I mean, coming back and, and basically winning the game in the fourth quarter and having it come down to that final play with one second left and he was able to find the guy, you know, like that had to be a giant confidence booster for him. Um, he's, I think I, I, it's so hard because I, I'd love to see like really like how he was doing in his second season. If he had all of the weapons around him that he uh, we, originally, but you know, had built and you know, John Elway built for him. But the fact that they're three and four, they have a pretty good defense. Um, I just think it's going to be, and I, you know, I don't like picking against my Broncos, but I think that the the Falcons are starting to click. Um, ever since they got rid of Dan Quinn and their GM, they're they're starting to click. Um, they're and they're they're the Falcons' defense was what won the game for them last week. And w- with that being said, I think that it's going to be um, it's going to be hard for the Broncos to do something like they did against the Falcons that, that they did against the Chargers. I don't think that they could come back in the fourth quarter. Um, I mean, we, we were saying at the beginning of the year, the, what's going on with the Falcons defense in the fourth quarter, they forget to show up. But I think that their defense is turning it around. And I think the Falcons are trying to turn their season around a bit. Um, they've got some great weapons. Todd Gurley's doing awesome. Julio Jones. I mean, like they've, there's weapons there. And it's it's going to be a hard game. Um, I think that the Falcons, it's going to be a close game. I think that the Falcons are going to win this game by three. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> I was looking at this game and I was thinking the Broncos screwed me over last week. Um, <laughs> so, so maybe I should go with them this week. Um, I do think the defense is better on the Falcons uh, than it's been. Um, I don't think it's anywhere near perfect or finished product. Um, so I have decided to go with your Broncos um, only slightly. I've taken them by four. Um, okay. I think you're right. I think Locke had a great game. I actually think there was a lot of games and there was a lot of positives to take out of that game. Um, and I think that 
on the on the flip side of the Falcons, the offense isn't still ticking over quite as much as you'd want. Um, there's a lot of incomplete passes. So um, I have taken your Broncos by four. Oh, well, you know what? I hope I, this is, that's fine. If I lose this pick, I'm fine with you picking the Broncos. <laughs> and if it, if it proved me wrong, because that, like, like I said, I think that this could be a great game. Um, I just, I think that if we had all of the weapons, I'd be like, yeah, Broncos got this game. Um, I, I think it was a great confidence boost last week for Drew Locke, but I don't know. I just feel like the the Falcons also have got some confidence right now and they're trying to turn their season around for their, for their new head coach. And so, yeah, this, this game, I think will be one of uh, quite, quite a good game to watch. Yeah, I think so too. But what we'll do now then is we will take a short break um, and then we'll come back with the late games and uh, Monday night football. Okay, so back for the, the teams in the bye week. Uh, first of all, um, so you the Eagles, who came off a pretty decent win, has to be said. Uh, the Rams, they're also in a bye week. Um, the Browns and the Bengals. It's probably a bad time for the Bengals to take a, a bye week, given that yes. they, they got their second win of the season. Yeah, they've got to be feeling pretty good. Um, it's one of those times where it's like, ah, what a bad time to have a bye week when you are kind of have your feeling your confidence up you have got finally things are clicking and then you have time off away from everyone um and but uh i mean like teams like the browns this bye week couldn't come at a better time after that dismal display that they put out last week um so it's i wish that the Bengals were still playing because i i like we talked about on our last episode joe burrow seems to be finding his groove and um he's he's mixed he's He's going to be a, a great quarterback to watch um, for a while. Yeah, definitely agree with that one. Well, move it to the teams then that are playing on Sunday. Um, so we've got our first of our late games. Uh, we've got the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, they are taking on the Chargers in LA. Whew, the Chargers have had it tough last week against your Broncos. We already spoke about that and my heartbreak uh, for Justin Herbert. Um, <laughs> I, I, I see this as another tough one for Justin Herbert and and one that is probably a task too tall. Um, I think this Raiders team, who are four and three, have had one or two kind of shaky games. Um, and those are games that they've lost. But on a whole, um, they have done really well. Carr and Gruden talking, communicating really well. Uh, the defense has been pretty decent as well. Um, I've I've decided that I'm going to go all in on the Raiders on this one. Um, I've actually taken them by ten. Oh wow! See, I think that this, the, the, you're right. I think that the Raiders are finding ways to kind of just grind out uh, a win against teams. Um, I don't feel like it's never really pretty. <laughs> their games it's kind of no. just like oh yeah sure enough they won um the Raiders have never but, been pretty <laughs> no that is true even though they might be in Vegas <laughs> but um I think that you know that you like you said Derek Carr and John Gruden have have a good relationship and I think that the big let's be honest Justin Herbert is playing amazing right now he's playing um some some of the best you know, football, despite the, you know, in fact, that even though he's a rookie, you know, he's, he's still one of the best quarterbacks out there as far as like finding an end zone and getting the ball to the open guys and not making mistakes. 
so Justin Herbert is playing really good. But I think that, like you said, you, you picked the Raiders. And I this is one game where I kept going back and forth because I see Justin we, – we, I got to see a lot of him last week um, against the Broncos. But I see Justin Herbert, and I see how the confidence. He's, he's not getting rattled, and he's finding the open guys. Um, and he's, he's a big guy. It's hard to bring down. I, I see him and I'm like, man, this guy's, it, it's time for him to start winning some games. How, how is he, it, just like Joe Burrow, how does he only have two wins on the season? Um, but I think that the, the problem for the Chargers is that they don't have Austin Eckler. They don't have, they don't have that strong running game uh, to kind of complement Herbert. And uh, I think that we're going to see a lot of Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs for the, for the Raiders and it's going to be hard for the Chargers to stop. Um, so I have the the Raiders also winning this game, but I having them winning this game by two. So I think it's going to be pretty close. And um, Justin Herbert, I, I, I kind of see him losing a heartbreaker again, like he did against the Broncos. As did I. Um, <laughs> there was one play in that Broncos game where the, I think Justin Herbert was tackled about three times, stayed on his feet, and ran out to the side and managed to to hit his guy. I can't remember which guy it was. Threw the ball, caught it, and and they got a first down. And he's like, I was like, if I, I think I made a message at the time. I was like, how did he stay on his feet? He had three big defensive linemen on him, and he still manages to wriggle he's, away and and throw he's it. He's a big dude. He's a big dude. So yeah, I think it's a good game. I think you're right. I think it's. I think this is going to be the heartbreak season for the Chargers. I think it'll be worth it for them long term because they found their quarterback that's so good. Yeah, he's he's. Um, I think that you know ne- next year when he has a full season under his belt, like the Chargers are going to be putting up, uh, and especially two of Austin Eckler's healthy. If they're able to keep a lot of those core guys around, a lot of those big playmakers, and get one or two more pieces, I think the Chargers are going to be a really tough team to beat next year. Um, but. In week nine, I think that they are going to lose. <laughs> okay. Um, so <laughs> move it along to the game that I've been trying to avoid this whole time. It is the 7-0 and Pittsburgh Steelers who are going to win this game. Um, uh, taking on the Dallas Cowboys, who are 2-6. and six. We all know the Cowboys' issues. Um, they have no defense. They have no quarterback. They have no running back. They have no fullback. They have a, a Who would have okay? Is... <laughs> hold up. Who would have ever thought you'd say those words? They have no running yeah. backs. I mean, what is going on with Zeke this year? I mean, what is going on with him? I, I mean, this this is shocking to me as to how poorly Ezekiel Elliott is playing this year. It's it's one of these things where at the beginning of the season he's top of the fantasy. Like everyone's taking him first. Yeah, and I took him like, first. <laughs> I took so him did I. Third overall. <laughs> so did I, and uh, I took him first overall. And um, and you're kind of like, well, this is this is great. He's going to do brilliant. He's going to have a great season. He's got a big contract. He's making loads of money, which means he's going to make loads of yards because he's going to be motivated. And you know, he's he's come out the last couple of weeks and been like, oh, really sorry, losses on me, everything else. Um, but then there's also been other issues. There's obviously issues in the background going on with coaching staff um, because a lot came out a couple of weeks ago about 
you know, coaches not being prepared and, and all these kind of things. Um, one thing that was shocking to me is during the trade deadline, there was no trade for a quarterback. You're missing right. Andy Dalton because he's he's got a concussion, which hopefully lasts the rest of the season. Um, you've got Dak, who is gone until next season. Um, and then you've got this third-string quarterback. Now, a lot of people were getting on his back, this third-string quarterback. But I think people forget, he's a third-string quarterback. He's Willie Beeman without being Willie Beeman. <laughs> uh, yes, steam and Willie Beeman. Uh, exactly. He's, he's uh, I don't know if people watch movies too much now, um, but I, I don't know if people expected him to be Willie Beeman. He's not, and uh, it's not a movie. Um, I, I actually feel sorry for the guy. Um, he's probably a really nice guy, but everyone's just landed on him. Yeah. On the opposite side, the Steelers... They're going to walk over the Cowboys. I'm sorry, I'm a Cowboys fan. But for me, the Steelers are going to walk. If if you look at the Steelers' next three, four games, it's all against teams with losing records. I can see the Steelers going 11 and 0. Yeah, I think that that, yeah, I think that that's probably a a pretty good uh, prediction. I, I, the Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger is, uh, it's so weird because it's, he's not really doing anything like his stat lines aren't like Patrick Mahomes or anything, but he's just going out there and, you know, kind of casually winning games. I mean, and it's, there's, there's, he's finding the right guys, you know, whether it's uh, Claypool or Juju. I mean, like he's got so many weapons and James Connor is coming out and, and, and taking over from the backfield and they're, the cow the the Cowboys are going to lose, um, and I have them losing bad. I have the Cowboys losing by seventeen. I, I, I maybe maybe I'll the Cowboys lose by twenty. I, I don't think that they're even going to be in this game, and I think it's going to get out of hand um, pretty quickly uh, because I think that the the Steelers just their their defense is insane. That's so good. I think it, they're just going to be. I, I think the, the the Steelers' defense is going to score at least seven points, um, whether it's on special teams or uh, like a pick six or a fumble going into the end. I, I think that the Steelers' defense is even going to score. So it's. I don't. I'm sorry. I know you love your Cowboys, but I don't. I don't think it's going to be a very good game. They're not giving us a lot to love this season. Um, no. Yeah, I've taken the the Steelers to win. Um, I've taken them by twenty one. Um, oh. I'm much like you. I think there'll be a couple of field goals for the Cowboys, and, and that'll be it. Uh, I do not do not see them being close in this game at all. I think what you say about uh, Roethlisberger is, is totally right. Each week, he picks a different guy, and that is his guy, and that's who he's throwing the ball to. We've seen that with Claypool. He, the, the whole game, he threw to him, and then the next two games, he got a couple. And, and and that was it. But he does seem to just pick someone, right, you're my guy this week. Make sure your routes are, are sharp. Make sure your turns are good and always have your, your head in a swivel. And he just seems to grind out wins. He's not great. He's not, it's not as if he's having a, a Russell Wilson type season, although he's got a better record than Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's played some tough teams. There's, and he played the Titans when they were 5-0. and um, So it, it's been a, a good season for, for Pittsburgh as a unit. And I think that's the difference. When you look at maybe a, 
of Russell Wilson. He's good. Some of the pieces around him are good, but he doesn't have an overall kind of locked-in team, and the, and the defensive side is, is, is a lot poorer. Whereas the Steelers just seem to have quite a cohesive unit on both offense and defense, and I think that's what's that's what's got them 7-0. And like I say, the, the record is going to look a lot better in the next th- three, four weeks um, with the teams that they're playing. Yeah. Um, we will move it along then to the last of the kind of later games. Um, Dolphins at the Cardinals. This is a, this, I think this is going to be a really good one. Kyla Murray up against Tua. Um, this is this is called makings for game of the day. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, oh. I think that... <laughs> it's harsh. Kill me I know. The, the, I, the gate. I know. Sorry. I think that Kyler's Kyler's going to be the better quarterback uh, of this game. And, uh, you know, Tua came out and he had to play a, against a rough Rams defense for his very first game. Um, and he, he got the win, though. But, but, I mean, like, it was nothing spectacular. It, I mean, he didn't even throw for 100 yards. I mean... I just, I think that Murray is just, he's, he's too electric. Murray is just playing. Uh, he's, he's running when he needs to run. Uh, he's finding, you know, Hopkins. He's, he's moving the ball around. They have uh, a strong running game with, with Kenyon. I think that, I think that Arizona is, is going to come out. And I, I don't even really see this being a close game. I, I think that there, the hype is between the fact that Tua was with, you know, the, the last time these two guys played each other was in the, the Orange Bowl in 2018, and 2-0-1 then. But, I mean, think about the team that he had around him. I mean, he was on Alabama, and there's – I mean, that's basically, a you know, an NFL team. <laughs> so, I uh, I just don't think that he has the same type of weapons around him in Miami that he did when he was back at Alabama. I, I think that, that Kyler Murray comes out and wins this game. Um, I have the, the, the Arizona Cardinals winning this game by 10. By 10. I've got them winning by eight, the Cardinals. Um, what I will say in Tua's defense is last week was his first game uh, starting a game. And we've seen way back in week two or three, whenever it was, Justin Herbert came in. When he got three minutes notice and he was in, boom, he, he was in. But when he had that whole week knowing that he was going to start and he was the guy, and I think a lot of people were against Tua, so he had a lot of pressure on him. Because people, a lot of people were like, hang on, why are you changing the quarterback? Fix Magic is, is doing it. Um, we've got a winning record. Well, what are you taking him out for? Um, or it was, a, it was three and three at the time. Yeah. But he, he came out last week and yeah, he looked, he looked pretty shaky. But I think he's now got that week one out of the way that I think this week he probably throws for about two, 250 yards, um, hits some guys and, and has some some touchdowns. How good can he be long-term? I think he'll be really, really good. Um, but I think for this for the, for this next couple of weeks, these next couple of weeks are going to be pretty rough for him. But I do think going into this one, I think he's he's now got those that first game kind of nerves um, out of the way. Um, and he, he, should be, he should be all right. But I do... Like you, I still see Kyler Murray coming out on top um, and the Cardinals winning by eight. Yeah, the the Miami, I mean, Jared Goff is a different type of quarterback to play against than Kyler Murray. Um, Kyler, he, Kyler Murray's playing more like 
Lamar Jackson this year than Lamar Jackson is. Um, and, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but I, I think that he's just, he's feeling it in his second season. And maybe we'll be saying this about two and next year. Uh, but I think that he just has to find his, his footing a little bit more. And um, I, I think that this is Murray's game to win. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you. Um, the later game uh, on uh, Sunday is the Saints traveling to Tampa to take on the Buccaneers. So you've got Breeze against Brady, part two. Um, this, this is a really good game to have on Sunday night football. Um, I think it is, they've nailed it. They've got the marquee game in the marquee spot. Uh, it's a tough one though. Bucks, Saints, Brady, Brown's back, Antonio Brown. Um, who, by the way, Antonio Brown is currently living with Tom Brady and his wife and kids. Don't know how comfortable I'd be with Antonio Brown living in my house. Um, but hey, each to their own. Um, who, 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 who has this game? I, you know, the first week when we saw this game, um, we saw Tom Brady looking a little lost in his new team. And I think that's all different now. I think that he is feeling the groove. He's got, he knows how these guys run. His, his timing is better. One thing we can't, you know, kind of erase from our memory instantly is how that they barely beat the Giants on <laughs> Monday night. So um, I don't know if they're, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, it's in the bag. They got this game. You know, everyone's clicking now. Antonio Brown's going to come. I don't think it's going to be that easy of a win for them. I think a lot of it, it's going to depend on who's there for the Saints. Is Michael Thomas back? Is Emmanuel Sanders back? Because um, Kamara's been showing that he can win these games <laughs> by himself uh, for them, but they're not playing teams like the Buccaneers. Um, so they're, they're going to have to, I hope that they have some of their playmakers back because if they do, then I think the Saints will win this game. Uh, but right now it looks like they're not going to have everyone. So um, I'm actually going to have the revenge game going to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers by four. I four. Okay, that's interesting. Because um, I think you're discounting one guy uh, on the Saints, and that's Hill. Hill, who who comes in um, and and takes snaps for Breeze while Breeze breezes along on the sideline. Um, he he uh, he came in at the weekend there, uh, passed and and you know the snap went straight to him, and he just ran right up the middle. Um, and, and it worked. It was really, really good. Um, it's odd to see because um, it's not your traditional play, uh, but it worked. And I think they might try that again um, to see how much they can milk it and, and make that, that play run. Um, it also means Breeze does get a rest in between snaps. Um, and when you get to, to his and Tom's age, you maybe need a little nap halfway through the game. Um, you never know. Um, but I, I think this is this is a tough game, and this is a really, really tight game. Two amazing Hall of Fame caliber quarterbacks. Um, and I think they're one and two for passing yards in, in the history of the NFL. Um, so there's going to be a lot of throws. That means a lot of picks as well, potentially. So um, I've taken Saints by three. Okay. See, I, and I think that 
the Saints are they're they're still finding ways to win without their their some their best wide receivers. You know, they're they they lost their number one and number two receivers, and they're still winning, um, which shows to show you the talent that they have. Um, this is my game of the week. I think that this is going to be a great game. Again, it's Sunday night football, where I, I love the production team that, that does the games. Um, I think it's going to be a really, really good game to watch. I don't think that Tom Brady is uh, going to, he looks, like I said, he looks more comfortable this time around um, with with his team. And uh, he's he's got so many weapons. I mean, it. So many, I mean, like whether it's Gronk or Scotty Miller or Antonio Brown or Mike Evans, I mean, there's always someone for him to throw the ball to. And, uh, you know, whether it's Ronald Jones or Leonard Fournette, one of them is finding ways to, you know, rush the ball. So I think that's, uh, I think this is going to be a, a, a really good game. Um, I, but I just, I have, I have Tom Brady coming back and, and winning this game. I, we're going to see these two teams meet again in the playoffs. So, um, I have them splitting the season, but um, it, it, it's going to be a great game. I think I think you're right. I think definitely game of the day um, for sure. I think it it's just an exciting game. The the first game between these two teams was was pretty pretty good. Um, like you say, Tom Brady looked a little off, but um, nah, it was it was pretty decent. Um, Monday night football is probably the most perfect a game I think you could probably put on um, the Patriots are taking a, a small road trip down to New York to take on the, the loseless Jets um, the winless Jets <laughs> they're good at losing Jets, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well that's what I meant yeah the losing yeah. Jets um, <laughs> so <laughs> this one this is my prediction so it is going to be 10-10 it's going to go to overtime and the Jets are going to win the coin toss and Adam Gaze is going to say to Sam Darnold, mate, what I need you to do is on the first snap, throw it to, to throw it to a Patriot. Don't throw it to any of our guys. There'll be a Patriot open, find them, give them the ball. The Patriots get the ball. They then hit a field goal and win the game. That, that's my prediction. Uh, you know they're the Jets are bad, um, and the Patriots are struggling. And they now the Patriots are going to be in addition to Cam Newton struggling this year mightily. Uh, now they've lost Julian Edelman, um, so the, the things in New England are not looking good. I mean, talk about a game that I don't even know when were the Jets last good. I was going to say when maybe that a decade ago this was a good game, a good matchup for Monday night, but. Um, <laughs> The Jets are. Rex Ryan was only there what 2015. They, they, were, yeah. they were okay then. They, yeah. were the they were on the way down by that point. Yeah, um, but I mean, like any sort of rivalry between these two games, I, I mean, they're 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 both not they're both struggling mightily this year. But I think that um, I actually have the the Patriots winning this game. I have them winning this game by ten because I think that they're going to be able to um, just pick and choose where they wanted what they want to do with the ball. Um, and Cam Newton's not going to, I don't think he's going to throw over 200 yards, um, but I think that he's going to, they're, they're just going to be able to move the ball at will on the ground um, with their, you know, huge amount of running back by committee and having Cam Newton also running the ball. I think that they're just going to be able to kind of move the ball with ease. Who, who runs more? 
um, Cam Newton or the entire Jets team? Yeah, I would say Cam Newton. Yeah. <laughs> Without looking yeah. at any stats, I would say Cam Newton, <laughs> especially within the within the within the five yard line. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent on that one. Um, so that is the week um, week nine preview. Um, it, it, there's some really good matchups in there this weekend. Um, definitely looking forward to, to a few of those games. Um, we will be on collide um, on on some game, um, probably red zone uh, for the early games, and then we'll maybe pick up a late game um, a bit later on. Um, so do join us on Collide. Um, Kay, is the Saints box, is that your game of the week? That is my, um, well, I, Saints box, I think it's going to probably be my game of the week. Now, a, a close run, runner up is going to be Seattle and Buffalo. Um, Russell Wilson is just playing so great he's so much fun to watch this year and I I think that if the Josh Allen from the first half of the season uh like the first few weeks of the season shows up it will be a really good game but if the 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 Josh Allen of late shows up then I think it'll be a blowout but um yeah there's those are my my two games that I'm going to be keeping an eye on this week Okay, um, definitely Saints Bucks for me as well. Um, but I, I, I really do fancy that Dolphins Cardinals game. I, I think Tua shows up, um, and I think he he makes it a a really tight close game. So, I will go for that one. Um, other than that, Katie, anything else to plug this week? Uh, yeah, just make sure that you join our Facebook group. We have so much fun in there um, and come on collide with us. Last week was a blast uh, watching the games and watching red zones with everyone. And don't be shy. Um, a, a couple people, you know, said hello and then kind of faded back into the woodwork. But we, we have some fun conversations and make sure to, to join us on collide watching our, our whatever game of the week that we decide to choose to to, to do for collide and um, yeah, I, I do still have that free video training uh, by my web, up on my website. So head over to nextstepsocialcommunications.com, click on video training and down um, you can watch a, a free video on the three biggest mistakes that small businesses make with social media and how to avoid them. Awesome. Yeah, I think on Collide, um, I think people are more enjoying our banter and between each yeah. other um, but so please do join in um it doesn't just have to be the katie and james show that's what we've got the podcast for uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so do do join in and uh, give us a couple of comments and um, throughout red zone and, and whichever game we pick up later on um looking forward to week nine ahead thanks so much for joining us katie thanks for having me awesome So week nine preview is in the bag. Uh, we've got some competition between me and Katie. Um, guess the win margins. Obviously, I, I smashed it uh, in fantasy last week, so I'm happy with that. Um, I'll pop up the results of fantasy so far um, up on the Facebook and Instagram and everything. Um, so you guys can all have a look at that. Um, as I said earlier, we and we, we said throughout the shows, we will be on Collide this weekend, covering the first half of or the early slate of games um, on Red Zone, and then the the Dolphins game um, on uh, Collide as well. Um, so we've got a couple of rooms going there. Um, so do join us, download the app, get involved, and make some comments. I'm sure you all have comments. You're all sitting on your couch watching the games and you're like oh man what is this what about that um why not come on Clyde join us and and we can 
talk through your issues that you have with football. Um, other than that, guys, have a great weekend. Um, a lot of football um, to uh, look forward to. Uh, for those of you of a basketball disposition, the NBA draft is this weekend uh, on Sunday as well. So a lot of sports to be covered. Um, myself and Ryan uh, will be on another podcast, which we'll probably release late Friday, early Saturday, um, covering what's been going on in the NBA. Uh, there's been quite a lot happening in the NBA in terms of start dates, um, signings, in terms of coaches, uh, so a few surprises there. And obviously the draft itself as well, which will be um, quite a big event. Some big players to be picked up in the draft. Um, but do join us uh, for that and we'll get that sent out real shortly. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.